Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 in Indian School or online at ChapmanDodge.com. 2020 is coming to an end, and we are not mad about it. In fact, at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're celebrating with huge savings. You pay what we pay with Employee Pricing Plus at the Big Finish Sales Event, happening now. So this holiday season, wrap up 2020 with a win and get big savings on every new Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or just do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. All right. Thank you, Ineptero. Let's get this done. Two weeks from right now. Is that right? Is that is it, is it two Christmas Thursdays? Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah. yeah. Holy crap. Two weeks from this morning, we'll be waking up thinking about Christmas. The next day. I won't day. be sleeping. Oh. So excited. It's on top of us. Well, me too. You know what's funny? I'll get that. I'll do that letter now. This new paper we've got here is fit. What are we dealing with, Dunder Mifflin? This new Uh-oh. paper is thick and great. Salesman? Man, oh man, we got good paper. Feel this. Oh, yeah, that's oh, for that's presentations. Right What's going on? That's 14% right there. This is where you gave us the wrong paper. Bert is, uh, is furious. Some this stuff costs at least $2 you more. You grab that, Bert, you're going to be fired. <laughs> this paper is that's supposed spectacular. To be that's, that's cover page stuff. This is the yeah. stuff that you do presentations that's downstairs paper. This is to impress Shane Orlando. Here's your presentation. Oh, I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> He's funny. I got to hang out with Shane the other day. He is, man, you talk about a dude, you don't expect some dry sense of humor stuff to come floating out of Shane. Hilarious. You're pretty good for a punk. <laughs> I don't know if he's that. I don't know if he's mean. It's not <laughs> is that dirty dry hair. or is That's that? That's why I told him when, I, I go, when he came in and talked to him a little bit, like, yeah, a little Clint Eastwood there. Where when are he you was talking Clint Eastwood? <laughs> If Clint Eastwood was just about to go in for a surgery. <clears throat> yeah, he was kind of like, how you doing? Yeah, I mean, he was even lower. Yeah. Than uh, he's not really excited to talk to you guys. It's Freddie Roach without the stuff. I love Shane. He's awesome. But That's right, John. <laughs> Here, I'll go. Hey, you got it, buddy. You never know what's going to happen next. Uh, so, yeah, speaking of Christmas, two weeks, listen to this. So this guy, uh, what's his name? Vance. Says, uh, we had a tough year. My mother-in-law passed away in September. She wasn't well, but COVID did the ending. 
My father had it, went deep into the abyss. Just now, after having it in July, able to do things without sitting down every 15 seconds because he couldn't breathe. So my six-year-old son throws this 2020 curveball yesterday. He says, Dad, Santa's magic and can't die, right? Worried about Santa getting COVID. I told him, of course. He's what's called immortal. Santa can't die. He was around when I was a kid. He'll be around for your kids. My kid pauses and says, is he the only magic man with powers and things like that on the planet? So I started to tell him a little about Jesus, but I'm a non-believer like you, John. Well, not as extreme or annoying about it, but yeah, a non-believer. <laughs> uh, I don't practice it. So I told him a little bit about Jesus, but that was a different topic. So I went back to Santa, said, yeah, Santa's magic, and he can't die. And also, all of his elves are magic, too. They don't die either. Thinking I'm doing the right thing, he turns to me and says, how come we don't ask him to cure all this uh, disease and help us with his magic? What good is he if he can't do anything but make toys? We can make the toys. Uh, I almost started crying. The kid had me stymied. Uh, He's really smart. So I'm asking you this. Do I tell him the truth? Because he made me realize that teaching him superheroes with amazing powers who are immortal yet completely impotent when it comes to real things are actually assholes. Why would our species have these gods for toy manufacturing and distribution and not one magic disease specialist that lives somewhere on the planet has a real useful skill? Essentially, I'm asking you guys, at what age it's too young to teach kids that the whole deal is BS and life is a series of disappointments that leaves us searching for laughs until a tumor eats one of our vital organs? You guys are awesome vans. Wow. Jeez. (laughs) Six. The answer is six. The answer you're looking for is six. That's a smart kid. It is. Because you start be to time. realize immortality at age six. He realized, hey, Santa doesn't die. Well, hold on, hold on a second. Grandma and grandpa, almost, uh, grandma died. Grandpa almost died. Well, what of this Santa character? Because I've been hearing a lot of things. He doesn't die? No. Well, uh, pass on the info, man. It All could, he does is make toys. You think six? I think six Maybe is a little early to kill the dream. It is. But he's pretty smart. He's advanced. The other thing is I think uh, <laughs> some of these movies – have done a pretty good job of uh, telling the tale, like the Santa Claus, the original one. It's basically passed down from yeah. man to man. The next guy takes the torch. Right. And that's kind of how it started originally with um You Saint, watch a lot Saint of movies Nicholas now as Originally was this guy that went around the one town, and that's right. how the story kind of expanded. Well, it's all garbage that they've created. It's, yeah, it, oh, yeah. Pretend no. it's a religious-based thing. It's not. It got real when Coca-Cola got involved. Right, right. It's, it's, <laughs> that's essentially what it's a marketing plan. But yeah, uh, Megan, I, she always tells a story she never believed in Santa. It didn't make sense? No. Never. Wow. And, and, you there's, know, there's plenty. We always tease, well, we always tease Megan for being kind of like, uh, you know, dopey and stuff and doing silly things. But she's like, <clears> it doesn't make sense. She goes, as a little kid, I'm like, impossible. I'm like, you never bought it. She goes, how is it possible? And I'm like, it never dawned on me as a kid that it was impossible. It was always possible. Everything was possible. She's like, it's impossible. It it didn't make sense that this guy could visit everyone. But some dude brought you toys and you didn't care how it worked out. Exactly. That's all that matters. She always said, she's like, I always knew. Santa writing was the same every year. It had to be my mom and dad. She's like, it had to be. She goes, there's no other way this works. And I'm like, wow. She goes, I didn't like the guy at the mall. I didn't like the creepy thing. She goes, Santa was fun for like TV, but she never bought it. And I'm like, man, I was the opposite. I was heartbroken when it all came down to the, you know, learning that it's a series of disappointments until the tumor eats your organs, which is exactly <laughs> what my dad said. What's funny is that that story even got the religious people into enjoying Christmas more. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, yeah. you'd have fun with it, uh, your parents. Oh. As a parent, it's like, oh, this is fun. It's a ton more kids, fun with Santa than it is you your... always bring up the point. It's like, ugh. It's amazing that lesson there is a... But what good is a magic man? Right. Who just makes and distributes toys once a year? We've got toy stores. If he was a real smart magic man, he'd start his own store. Then how come you can't visit him? Like, it would be a tourist destination. Boy, kids are stupid. This kid's got it. I don't know, Vance. Uh, maybe you let the kid off the hook, but not so, you know, you're a little, a little early to let him off the hook. You think? I think He's going to so. start asking more questions about this whole, his his grandparents both died from right. COVID. So he's right. curious about, well, what are we worried about Magic Man for? Where's the Magic Man that fixes grannies? Even at six to realize that. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Well, because he's been through a, lot a year. Of kids don't, yeah. you know, don't yeah. kick in on when what When you're happened. six and uh, grandma drops dead right and all you hear about is covid and you can't go to school because of covid and you can't do this because of covid like it killed my grandma where's the magic man it's dangerous the magic man to teach it's him interesting where death comes in like alex's first experience with like death closely was a few weeks ago when he had to put down his dog Ugh. at his mom's house Ugh. that's the first time that that like he's he doesn't have any family members that have that have died lisa's grandmother died but he was a little young to kind of for it to kind of hit him yeah. But, uh, like, the first one that was there was, was the a dog. dog. And that was a big one for oh, him. That made him kick. realize that, oh, wow. Santa's a dick. Things are happening and Santa's an <laughs> asshole. Santa's an asshole. <laughs> I have magic powers and I'm immortal. And I'll use them to manufacture toys, but just for one group of people and only one day a year. Not you. I mean, Not my, you, Jews. My, my <laughs> He's a racist, immortal jerk. Yeah. But Not you Jews. That. That's also, not his... Uh, it assignment. is his. It's also you, Africa. That's not whose assignment. Everyone has their uh, purpose in life. His purpose in life is to yeah, but you're focus on that. And the story of Santa, I mean, I would tell my kid that way. That's, you know, there's other things that are. All right, but that's the, the thing. That and that's Vance's where, kid So that's turns. a really interesting way to teach privilege. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> but it's, it's Vance's question, though, if, he, if he's saying, where's the, why do we have this one guy? You know, it's going to make you question all creation. Every creation. This kid's, yeah. this kid's deep. This is a yeah, meta Yeah, that's why kid. I'm saying it's time. It's he, very well, existential. Beyond that, yeah. you got more questions coming. He's like, why did you guys make this up is coming. Or you, you let the dream live. And he's like, well, why would uh, the creator of anything make this useless immortal and not give us something else of, of some sort of... You know who he it's is? It's easy. Yeah. He's that kid at school that ruins it for everyone. Yeah, he is. Because he's right, going yeah. to school so he's right too now. Smart, yeah, he's so too I smart. Too smart. He figured it out. Yeah, I wouldn't tell you him. Do what you do. Knock it off. Yeah, this you, is the way it is. You ask a lot of questions. Remind me of your mother. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Go in the kitchen and make a sandwich. This is why I only see you every 14 days. You sound, start to sound like your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't get you on Christmas this year. Ask her and... I have to see you every 14 yeah, days. Ask her and Chad Dad... Uh, ask those two about Santa. I only get you every 14 days in this cruddy studio apartment. I'm trying to rebuild my life, you little prick. I don't need to worry about Santa's realities. Boy, that's a smart six-year-old, though. You might want to trade that one in. Dumb him up a tad. Because that's rough. I, 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 if I had a kid, I'd want it to be stupid for a long time. You know, to manipulate it with lies and nonsense and fool it into being good. Kids that have questions, look out now, especially six-year-olds. They're gonna, that's like having a dog that figures out, oh, it could be behind the wall. You're like, oh, no, he's going to start digging. Have him watch uh, the Christmas Chronicles, the first one with uh, Kurt Russell. They explain the- You uh, and your uh, Christmas movie knowledge. Oh, I mean, you got to watch them. 
Christmas Chronicles. Well, That's not one I've I'm heard. I'm starting to worry about one. you. Not only that, you're starting to reference a lot of movies as fact. It's the 12 days of Christmas right now. you yeah. got to go home and watch a Christmas movie. You just referenced fa- Santa Claus as like a factual the way to describe it. the family. The man cave. Yeah. And also, <laughs> yesterday your knowledge of Bar Rescue was just disturbing. It's just, on every day. I know. And you memorized them. It's meant to be just passing. You knew the menu at Brenda's Inferno <laughs> was scary. Maybe a little. Yeah, it's a little bit too much. Ooh, that's in town. Better turn on the old memory bank. There we go. Start <laughs> depositing, Taffer. <laughs> Deposit some memories. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want kids. I don't. And, and your kid was kind of a dope. You could lie to him and fool him for a long, long time, right? Uh, was he was he inquisitive? Yeah. What age? Inquisitive. What age do you do that at normally? Or what did you? Well, again, he figured it out probably around nine. And kind of came to me because he didn't want to ruin it for Christopher. Right. Christopher was- uh, He's older than Christopher, him. Yeah. Christopher was older, but Christopher wanted to believe. Christopher yeah. was hedging his bets. <laughs> yeah. You know what? He, he, his Pascal's he, wager was Santa. Can go he wanted longer. to believe that Santa was real, but he also kind of, the, the logic of it was getting to him. Yeah. Well, so he would say the right things to his mom. So he'd say the, the right things to Lisa about Santa and all that. But you could tell that behind the scenes. Which he, is why every, no offense to little, every child needs a father figure. I don't blame single moms, but the single mom generation is a rough one because they'll let a kid go until he's 13. The magic goes further. Because, yeah, the magic goes further with a, with a, with a mom. Oh, yeah. Because they coddle and they love. And Dad, every 14 days, can't come in and I ruin was in, the dreams. I was in third grade and I found the secret stash of presents in my mom's uh, closet. Oh, that's how this works. My mom lied to me about that. I found it multiple years. Well, oh, you he said stores you'd open them it here. and repackage them. Well, that wasn't what I knew. But like when I was little, I'm like, hey, I found a whole bunch of toys. Okay, that's for Mark Cassius across the street. Sometimes Santa places them with us. Oh, that's and then, smart. And I'm like, oh, of course. So where are mine? <laughs> I don't know where yours are. One of the houses in the street. Santa, you know, it's all year he does this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. He couldn't do it. In that Great great job, Mom. And I skipped <laughs> off on my merry way not fixing cars. You told Mark Stebbings on the bus. <laughs> Mark, have you I heard? told Cassius. Did you? The danger was. I got your toys. Across the street, I'm like, so by the by. Santa dumped off all your Christmas and your brother's Christmas at our house. And your brother's getting a lot of dolls and stuff. Because my, my, they were my sister's toys, too. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> he's like, really? Yeah, you guys are all good. Tim's getting like a, he's got like a dream house. And like, there's a lot of good girl stuff. And I don't know which one he asked for that. But we've got them. He goes, you do? Can I see it? And I'm like, uh. my mom said mine go away if I show it to you. <laughs> Can't do that. So evidently, Cassius was fooled. The uh, Baffius down the street told him I had Cassius's toys. My mom, my mom blazed lie after lie <laughs> about Santa Claus. And I was more than willing to buy it. And then the next year, I'm like, whose toys are these? And she's like, you could tell. We were similar uh, similar to Megan scrambling. growing up because of the, the religious factor that you you were always brought up that uh, here is the real story where it started. Yeah. Um, and then the Christmas element, the Santa element is the fun part of the yeah. deal. Well, they you tried just, to make Megan. But, but for a while. Story. Yeah. As far as where the origination of, right, the, right. The, you know, the, the date that they chose. Right. Then let's the bring which is in even Santa Claus, yeah. and it's also stolen from. Another let's bring room. in Santa Claus then. 
Yeah, because that's the original stuff. Mm-hmm. Father Christmas, Sinterklaas, Black Pete, not Black Krampus. Pete. Not enough Krampus gifts. and Black yes. Pete. I mean, we get the real stuff in there. You know about those, right, Brett? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Black Pete's the best one. <laughs> Black Pete rules. They got a movie about Black Pete somewhere. I think they do. Krampus. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Krampus is just garbage, but Black Pete's a keeper. Black Pete is awesome. Santa's, Santa's hard-ass Flavor Flav-type partner that used to go and <laughs> rough up kids who were rough. And then he was replaced year. by Cole. Yeah, exactly. Well, then they just started to say Black Pete's a little bit. Because Black Pete would go in and like hang kids by their feet yeah. <laughs> and hang them over fires and go, yeah, a terrible year. Terrible year. His job review was, I have no <laughs> problem with it. I think it's better. Bring it back. Consequences. Joe Pesci. The, the, Yelp, <laughs> yeah. the Yelp reviews went down. Yeah. Santa wasn't really welcome in a lot of houses because he kept blinging. The, and it was also a racist time. So he's going to bring that black guy with him all the time. I don't want him in the house. It was like John Hopkins. <laughs> How about that? They're going to change the name of John Hopkins because 100 yeah. years ago he may have owned slaves. 200 years ago. Like- and, um, you know, it went up to – we had one – they have it all, you know, one slave 1850 or 1840, yeah. four slaves 1850, right. and then no slaves in 1860, which is right when the – Right, but, I, yeah, happened, like- but 1864 was when the law was in effect. Right. You're taking today's morality and put it on those people. It I know. Was, it but was he, always but, wrong to own slaves. Yes. But if you want to start getting retroactive, buy Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you better be careful with this. Yeah. Because I understand saying John Hopkins had slaves and we're going to – but if you start changing everything that had that with today's morality on top of it, buy religion, all of it, and you can't pick and if choose. you're going to hold people accountable. If you, yeah, if you're going to make it so these people are, are abhorrent to future generations learning – and you can never have their names be present again, you're walking down a dangerous path. Because you're basically saying anybody who did anything wrong by their standards of morality back mm-hmm. in the day, and then eventually we'll just drift back to buy men. See you guys. Because what we used to do is clunk women over the head with sticks and drag them around. When Trump's talking about make America great again, that's what I think he's talking about. Because he doesn't know when America started. He <laughs> thought they were cavemen. But yeah, it's a dangerous. One. I'm reading about that. John Hopkins. The, it's the most prestigious hospital, probably in the in the maybe world, United States for sure. And they're like, well, the guy they named it after is a bad dude. Well, you know how I didn't know that uh, at all. I never once said I go there because he had slaves. Now I think, oh, he had slaves. You taught me that. You just kept it quiet. We'd have been dumb and none the wiser. And I don't know, but the only reason I say in that timeline is, uh, you know, the in 1860. Maybe he realized this is wrong. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he had a change of heart. Because he stopped. Maybe he was like really strong to say, look, uh, what what we had here was legal. Yeah. And I bought it, but now I don't. And he didn't write a paper and like put this big proclamation out and that, that said, I think it's wrong. four years before it He could have been pass. a crusader for stopping it. You don't know. But fact of the matter is he did it. Yeah. yeah. You buy Bible. And nobody knows. And nobody, nobody ever knows. will know. Nope. So right. you but can't we're pass retroactive. judgment at this point. Retroactive to the 1850s because the guy had a hospital named after him, which, by the way, has has an amazing reputation. And I didn't even know it was a real guy. It could have been Tommy John and uh, Anthony Hopkins. I don't know Johns Hopkins. I don't know what it was. I didn't know it was a dude. Now I do. Now I know that you're trying to make him horrible. San Diego just did a thing now where the – the school union makes the teachers admit they're racist if they're white because they have to go through white privilege training and then tell their uh, their entire school board, I am a racist, and I understand. teach their kids that the land that they're on is stolen by them or they're, they're going to get you know less consideration 
as teachers. I'm like, that's not right. That's insanity. This person is probably 30-year-old. And if not, they can't teach, right? Well, I don't know about the can't teach, but there's considerations and there's certain things you can't have uh, as far as you pass this. this, It's going to be in the curriculum, basically, to say, I am a racist. Because I'm white, I have white privilege. Inherently, that makes me racist. And we're on land that my people stole. You don't even know that. You might have lived in Sweden. My grandparents lived in Sweden up until the like late 1800s. They didn't own slaves ever, but they came over here, yeah. uh, and you know, I don't even know if their ancestors did. Were they racist? Oh yeah, but that's a whole culture up there of white, white, white. They don't understand anything else. They never saw anything but that. They were afraid of it. So yeah, that's my, a huge thing when you when you don't see yeah, anything they, different. They never owned than you. people. They never, you know, they moved to the United States, but they never, uh, you know, marched the Indians anywhere. That's but, why the Mormons have blonde Jesus, right? Yeah, and I have a painting of that, and it is <laughs> phenomenal. The only thing missing from my blonde Jesus painting is a surfboard. There's a blonde Jesus? I will oh, show it seen to you. Have you the Mormon oh, no. Jesus? Mormons changed Jesus. him to blonde. Yeah, yeah. And he's spectacular. I think it was Blue right Here's Kenny abs. Loggins. Uh, uh, first no, album with Loggins and Messina. <laughs> yeah, yeah it looks like, a lot like that. Loggins, Messina, and Christ. <laughs> it's like uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Christ. It, yeah, it's amazing. A former Mormon gave me that because they, uh, uh, they ditched it. Because they're like, the only people that were nice to me when I was going through the worst parts of my life were my atheist friends. My Mormons all kicked me out. No one would talk to me because uh, I was trying to do something that they didn't like. It wasn't really bad. I was trying to get out of a bad situation. And she's like, so I just kind of abandoned the whole religion. She goes, I want you to have this because you guys were good to me. She gave us the blonde Jesus painting. And I'm like, I have nowhere to put this quite yet. I was going to put it in the guest room, but it is haunting and disturbing sitting in there having that beautiful blonde man. Does it look like Bodhi from Point Break or yes, something? Like very Swayze? Much, yeah. oh, okay. Yep. And he's in uh, Spicoli's like, pullover. <laughs> Buddy Christ. Have you seen him? But he's got more yeah. of a smile. Buddy Christ is Jesus it's right in between. Yeah. This is 1960s surf god. Piercing blue eyes, blonde, hair flowing blonde. His hair is amazing. It must be the Red Sea, and you can't not see. look at it and laugh. Like it's, it is so funny. Like that, he's he's sun bleached because he's been in Pennsylvania surfing. Oh, I got to see <laughs> it's this. It's awesome. Mine's worse than that. <laughs> yeah, oh, mine's more modern than that guy. Although that's a pretty version. My that's <laughs> mine's mine's more like well. uh, uh, mine's super blonde. He's I know the one so you pretty. have because it's up in um, in all I've your neighbors' it. houses. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of almost that. It's that's a little more modern version, but that one there I've I've seen before. But um, my it, sister gave me the uh, the Renaissance one. Yeah, super sad Jesus. But and I get it. I know why he'd be sad. <laughs> oh yeah, he's having a tough. You know, go. you're going out at 33, and <laughs> well, he knew that though. So I don't want to hear about it. It's like a teacher but taking it's a depressing. job. You knew your job wasn't going to pay. Jesus, you knew this. I like, uh, yeah, mine's like Jesus Hemsworth. Oh, I got to see this. The Paul Newman blue eyes, man. The blue eyes are gorgeous. Yeah, I got to get it to you. He's so pretty. None of those are. Oh, that's it. There it is. That's the one. Which one? Uh, I think go that, back. Go back. It's that guy. Up one. Yes. That, uh, uh, the yeah. third one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The, in the Number red. Number three from in left red. to right, Richard. Right. Oh, my God. This guy. No. The smiling. Oh, one. for Christ's sake. It's the first picture on your left. There. The third guy over. In the red. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> it is Bodie. Yeah, but you gotta, no, but no, he's smiling more. It's a smiling one. It's versus a smiling one. It, it is, is Bodie. Bodie. Yeah, he's like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Jesus Christ of, of Huntington Beach. 
<laughs> yeah. Also, wouldn't sit by him on the bus. Because his band failed. <laughs> I play guitar. Well, at least I used to. I like the real Jesus. It's uh, next to the, on the bottom row. Yeah, the one that like they painted. Really what we his hair is fantastic. Hey, you Google blonde Mormon Jesus and Mitt Romney shows up in your search. <laughs> wow. You're going to have an interesting algorithm oh, going yeah. right now. That's going to be good stuff. I can't wait to see my Facebook ads yeah. now. Well, back to Vance. I don't know what to do about your kid. It's not my problem. You had him. And you happen to have a smart one. <laughs> you so. had him. Sorry, bro. You want presents or not? Yeah. Do you want to believe not or not? Off. Yeah, because you know what? We can make this all go away and then uh, save daddy a ton of cash and time. Sorry about your family. That stinks. People dying of COVID. Another guy almost dying. Sorry about your mom, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then this, uh, I don't know. I'm starting to get Christmas cards lately well, at the house. They're trickling in. From people I don't know. John, that was the Hitler or the Jesus that Hitler had in his bunker. Was it? Apparently. Blonde Jesus? I had like three texts right there. Ah, anti Mormon propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm all for. Right. I'll pass that on. You're right. Uh, I just saw it. It's confirmed. There's a blue check mark next to it. Hitler had a picture of Mormon Jesus with him when he died. Sorry, Mormons. It's true. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, anti-Mormon propaganda. I'm all over it. Anti-all religion propaganda. I'm all over it. <laughs> uh, but I'm getting these Christmas cards. There's this family called the Phillips family. Jana. Uh, I forgot the husband's name and their daughter, Koa. Beautiful family. I don't know you people. If I do, I don't remember knowing you. And you sent me a picture of you guys frolicking on the beach and Merry Christmas. To, and we looked at the envelope. Was this supposed to go to another? And said, no. Misfire. John no, and Megan. A, yeah. Oh, it actually had your name? Well, on the envelope, John and Megan, our wow. address. And I'm like, all right. Who the hell are these people? Uh-oh. Were they at a fundraiser or? I don't know them. And, my, and, and the worst part is with Christmas card pictures, I'm starting to do that pinch, trying to make the picture bigger like it's an iPhone. I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. It's a photograph. You can't do that. I can't. I don't know you. I don't think I know you. Do I know you? Did he replace your brakes years ago? <laughs> that could be. He's still living high on the, <laughs> on the seven bones I gave him. But I'm starting to get Christmas cards that I don't know people. Do I write them back? Please stop it. Did you guys create a card this year? <laughs> write them back yeah. and just say unsubscribe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All caps. Stop. <laughs> Who are you? Your daughter's gorgeous. Koa's a beautiful girl. Who are you? Do I know you? And now I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm like, well, we've been to your house like eight times and the Steelers stuff. I'm like, I don't remember you at all. I'm sorry. I feel bad and I'm bringing you up on the air because I don't know. Now I feel really guilty for going, what a lovely card. And now I don't know. I I was going to burn it and send it to him, but I don't know who to send it to. So you didn't. There's no return address? Did you not recognize him? No, not at all. The pictures. No, I don't know who they are. There's a return address. But I was. What I like to do is burn the cards of their families and film it, and then text it to them. That's someone uh, the I would know. I don't have them in my. Maybe phone. that's why they sent it. So you haven't burned theirs yet. Well, who am I going to send it to? That's no fun. That's just for me. I just put it on a thumb drive and send them a thumb drive. That's back. a good idea. I'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> when I finally meet, oh, that's who you are. Here, I've got something for you. Here's your family burning in my outdoor fire pit. Why did you do that? What did you want me to do with these cards? I can't have your pretty little faces staring at me from the recycling bin. I hate opening the trash on January 4th, seeing all those families laying in the garbage. <laughs> it's like little Christmas Auschwitz in there. There's just bodies all over in my trash. I'm like, oh, I got to burn it all is. These. It, it, it lasts a little bit longer. I mean, there's for if you get a bunch of them, you're like, when do you throw these away? What's Immediately. The- no. They're pointless. But 
you, you feel terrible. These yeah. people went to great lengths to, and their family got all dressed up and then I just throw them out. So I torch them. And it's cut back severely on people sending me Christmas cards. I will say that. We used to get a lot more than we do now that my burning, for the last three years, my burning's been going on. But uh, I don't know the Phillips family. I would love to send you guys a burning card of yourselves. Merry Christmas. I burned your family. Stop sending me cards. I hate cards. And it's all people I don't know. And that, that one guy who sends me, I've never met him, and he's just by himself. I forgot his name, but he sent me the two greatest Christmas cards I've ever had. Merry Christmas from the, and I can't remember his name because it's just him. And he's standing in front of a dumpster at a casino, and he's, and he's just <laughs> he, he looks like John Favreau. I look forward to his Christmas. Card. Yeah, he's fantastic. And I don't know how he got it, but if you are a wacky listener and you're going to drop off a card in the mail and you've got my address, just write wacky listener on it at least, please, so I know. Okay, I don't mind it. I but, borrowed a kid a one year. I wonder if they Merry Christmas from hey, Brady. They might be the people that child. live down the street. Yeah, you did the one where you had some kid with you, which was funny. Yeah. You had a kid with you. Yeah, yeah. just a Merry Christmas from Brady and the unknown child. He borrowed a kid for the photo because he was <laughs> he was trying to make it so people stopped asking him if he was gay. <laughs> Brady was a single guy in his late thirties, no prospects. Pull you know the, the joke card. When I went back to uh Columbus with Brady in two thousand and two uh, his mom was – the pressure was on. A, lose weight. A B, story. get a woman. So yeah, how I want you? grandkids. 2002, you were just shy of 40, right? Is this the story where you were walking with her behind him? No, no. And that's said, no, that's every him. time I'm around, buddy. Look, look, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> What's the matter? Just look at him, John. you got to help. I'm like, help what? He's going to die before Kirby's 12. <laughs> Why? Ah. <sighs> Like I hate to break it to you, Buns, but you you look exactly the same as your son. <laughs> if he's anything like you, but, he's gonna live forever. I mean, uh, you gotta help him. Like help him what? I don't know. <laughs> he's a wreck. Ridicule him until it falls off. It's just he looks terrible. Look, like, stop it, Bunny. That's mean. I'll ridicule him, but just because I want to, not because I care. <laughs> But no, I go back there, and she's like, do you want to see Columbus? I'm like, sure, Buns. We hop in the car, and Brady's in there all – he's bouncing in the front seat because I think we're going to Hungry Frank's or something afterwards. Get Hungry ice Herman's. Ice. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew the end of this trail led to food. There's Brady's elementary school. I'm like, wait a minute. This is – you weren't kidding. We're going to tour Brady's past. And I'm in there like, oh, that's great. Those are the Golden Bears. Upper Arlington, Golden Bear, they drive to the next place. And this is where Brady went to high school. This is Scioto Country Club. This is where Brady, he fell down once and skinned his knee and he came home with his pants off. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so midway through this tour of Brady's life, I'm like, why are you giving me this? Well, he'll never bring a woman home to us, so I figure this is the next best thing. You'll take the tour. Yeah, so she gave me the tour that Brady's fiance was supposed to get. Like, I guess we're a gay couple now. This is like being a gay couple. <laughs> Show them that one place I crashed my bike, Mom. Oh, yeah, it's a 20-minute drive. I don't want to go. So, yeah, so that she thought for sure Brady was gay and had uh, no prospects <laughs> and dragging me out there for uh, just post-holidays. for Bring a friend over for the f- Okay, is it a boy? I t- Torpy is one. He's bringing a boyfriend. Then every year after that. Whenever I'd come home to visit, I always brought a girl. You had to. She's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, this one's fun. 
We'll sleep in separate rooms. <laughs> then I woke up at their house, Bert, and uh, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Torps in there dying. I'm like, I can't sleep here. This is a nightmare. Go downstairs and there's Torp watching TV. Like, what the hell? Who's up there? That's Buns. She's like a chainsaw. Like, oh, that's your wife? You need to get out of this nightmare. Can't stop a moving train. Yeah, sometimes I have to go weeks or months without rest. Jesus. Jesus Christ, that's a human being. I thought a bear was attacking a woman. Yep, that's what it is. It's the old Buns. She's got that sleep apnea. How is she still alive? Mystery to me. Yeah, I don't know. Got tennis today. Yeah, she's sucking the air so hard, I couldn't breathe. I'm like, where's all the oxygen? It's in my wife's nose. It's horrifying. They don't send me Christmas cards. Never have. And I appreciate that. I don't get one from them. You don't? You get a call. It's yeah, so impersonal. They, oh, no, they, they will send, a, but it's not a card. Yeah. They send a present. Your mean aunt sent out a thing that said, T- tell me a couple sentences about you. Yeah. Right? Witchy poo. Witchy poo. Called Brady Chunks. Chunks. Whole, yeah, Chunks. <laughs> she does the entire family list of addresses and emails, and she puts it out every year. Yeah. This year, since it's been such a unique year, two sentences about yourself, you and your spouse, and uh, something about COVID. Yeah, Brady was going to say that his spouse is dead. <laughs> Just to throw him off. We lost her. We lost her a couple months ago. Good news is I lost 130 pounds. Bad news is that 130 pounds was Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> gained a size 12 foot I got yeah. <laughs> Kirby and I are sharing shoes <laughs> I showed Kirby that card uh, the one the with guy the foot who, Dave yeah, yeah, you need to Merry send Christmas those out the that's, that's the one you need to send those out I showed it to her and um, after she, she laughed she's like but I don't like it yeah no she doesn't like good, it she's good a girl <laughs> she's <laughs> laughing at it yeah well you better you might take your rose colored glasses off and now. see those tears <laughs> yeah Therapy later. You ruined it. The Statue oh. of Liberty foot one was pretty good, though, Phenomenal. too. Phenomenal. <laughs> that one's good. I saw Kirby in the harbor. Picture of the Statue of Liberty's foot. She's, she's a nice kid because she was raised by you. Inside, she's being torn to shreds by this. <laughs> like, internally, you're destroying her. Hey, look, uh, some of the listeners making fun of your giant feet. <laughs> hey, old pirate, it's starting to hurt. From my head to my giant toes. <laughs> yeah, you need to get her some therapy. I'll give you Katrina's number at the end. She gets <laughs> yeah. They can sit outside because I don't think she'd fit on Katrina's couch with those, with those canoes. Hopefully it's not a recliner. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I can't see you over your feet. <laughs> if it's a recliner, you're going to poke holes in the ceiling. <laughs> Oops, sorry about that, Doc. Dunk. Ten little pirate. Indians living in your ceiling right there. <laughs> Looks like you got termites, you old pirate. <laughs> you got a nice office, you old pirate. <laughs> Just going to kick back. And a, sorry about the drywall. So as you can see, I'm here because of my Harry and the Henderson's issue. <laughs> uh, Jeremy's out this morning in the van. Rain, he's like a mailman. He's Newman. He's out there no matter what the weather is, and he's doing it to, for a good cause. Rare and Power Roads is where he is. Uh, Black Rock Coffee Bar. Uh, he's out there right now. If you want to go out, you can bring five cans of food or five bucks. Support that Operation Santa Claus with our friends at Sanderson Ford, Sanderson Lincoln. And everyone who donates is going to uh, be entered to win a brand-new Sanderson Ford or Sanderson Lincoln. Plus, you get any 12-ounce drink for only $0.98. Cents. It's a good morning to have a hot cup of joe in your hand. Black Coffee Rock. 
or black coffee, black rock coffee. <laughs> I, get, I can read all the words, just not in the right coffee order. Coffee rock? Is yeah, that that Saturday, rock. Yeah. Saturday cartoon? <laughs> black coffee rock! <laughs> uh, black rock coffee bar. Uh, fuel your story and head on out there. Ray and Power, he's got all sorts of stuff for you too. KUPD swag, bandanas, t-shirts, CDs, all that stuff. You can have at it. What's on the big board of music today, Bert? All right. Action Ride Shop bringing it to you guys. And, uh, well, we got a lot of car stuff on here. Uh, oh, yeah, ministry, on. Jesus Built My Hot Rod. Solid. She Builds Quick Machines from Velvet. Uh, Great song. Stop right there. That's it? That's the one. All I right. I heard that for a little bit. I love that song. I don't know Which why one? that song. She Builds Quick Machines. Yeah. Oh, Great song, Velvet Revolver. Good stuff. Did you like them? Yeah, that I first they were first awesome. album was great. Second yeah. one, eh. yeah, it wasn't as good. But no. That song, did you, I loved. Did that you go one. when they were at the? Uh, no, sl- oh, no, I missed it. Such a great show. I missed it. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I never got to see Wyland actually live. Oh, like not even with they STP. Did six GNR tracks. Remember? I think it was awesome. Oh, I don't remember if I saw him or not. You never seen Velvet either. I didn't see Velvet Revolver. I wanted to. I wanted to go to the one I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about it, but I don't remember if I've seen Stone Temple Pilots or not. I've seen them, but it's been with the replacement. That that I didn't see. He was he was good, but he's no wild. Well, that that was the one they brought that little kid on stage. Lost me completely. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. But I went to see him when they uh, a little pilot. When they oh. run with the cult and Bush, it's like it like the junior pilots. They yeah. go, you give them the fake plastic wings. Yeah, junior Stone Temple pilots. Like, that would have been. A, yeah, I, oh, you saw them at the other thing too. Yeah, yeah. When they were out at uh, cricket, yeah. I saw them at Marquee when they uh, let James Gutt come out and do his first thing, and he was good. He just doesn't have the charisma or stage yeah. presence. But then this little kid in the front row was singing their song in the meadow, which was their new song at the time with the new lineup. And they noticed, like, and he said, "This kid is singing all our songs, even our new stuff." And the next song goes off, and the kid's singing it, and you can see him, and he's right in the front row. And and, and then all of a sudden, they picked him up and put him on the stage and let him do Dead and Bloated. Nice. No. Nice. nice. I no, do I don't kids. pay no. for some goddamn recital of an of sixth grader. No. I, don't, I also don't want to know that this replacement for Wylan could be any of us. If an eight-year-old can do it, then what's your special need here? You're you're nothing magical at all. We could put anybody up there and sing the hits. It's a karaoke bar now. But that little kid did that. I am smelling like a rose. I'm like, oh no. That's like when we brought Drowning Pool to uh, Tempe kids. Marketplace, and they they do Bodies, their biggest song, and all of a sudden the kids are all up on stage singing. Oh. It. It's like, this isn't choir practice. No, that's the death of rock. Yeah, children. Another the, thing that pisses they me destroy off. a lot of things, but that one. Another thing that pisses me off is like during baseball games when they have the kids up there doing the announcing. Next up. Next up, Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> burr, burr. Shut up. Back to the goddamn game. Oh, I used Bastard. to hate that. When oh. I, you could hear that through the broadcast. That's Kids Day. A kid gets to announce every play. Sponsored. Sponsored. The last thing I want is the angelic voice of a child doing anything at something I paid for. If I paid for it, I don't want a kid involved nope. in it. If it's free, all right, kids can show up because I got no control over that. It cost me nothing. I got nothing to refund. If I paid for it, I do not want. That's why recitals for kids are free. Because <laughs> nobody Cause paid nobody for that Nobody would thing. go for that. Otherwise, your parents have to kick in. You don't realize how many it. other people, if I paid for it, I want my kid announcing. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and that's true. Yeah. But you better be paying for that. But if I pay for it, I don't want to hear your kid doing anything. I want somebody muzzling that little beast. I'm there to drink. And look, you can't have a kid doing announcements while I'm staring at Budweiser ads. 
It's a direct, <laughs> it's a direct con- contradiction of what I'm doing. This is not a family event. As much as you try to sell it as one, it is not. It is a beer sale. That's what a sporting event is, is to sell me beer, period. It's everywhere in that stadium. And you can pretend you do charity and stuff all day long to make good on the fact that you're making Bud and Coors and all those people a boatload of money, and I'm all for that. But if a kid gets involved, I'm out. Coming to the plate, all natural, Mark <laughs> <Yeah>. McGuire. Brought to you by Budweiser, because I'm a Diamondbacks fan and a Bud man. <laughs> All right, get them drunk, and maybe we got something. Kids but. are the worst at baseball games Ugh. announcing. The worst. Let them do WNBA stuff. It's harmless. Nobody's there to get hurt by it. You could do no, the whole no, game. It couldn't get any worse. You call the game. Play. I don't know. <laughs> you might have. If you can't be a boy and play, you'll you'll embarrass them within by, the, by age thirteen. <laughs> when when DeAndre's dunking in junior high, and none of the girls can. When I was making fun of the WNBA last time. I had a buddy of mine say that my neighbor's kid is 14. Watch this. And he did a dunk where he reached down between his legs and slammed and it. And he's only like 6'1". He's a big kid, but he's 14. He's like thick. He's rising. He's better than all the WNBA players in the eighth grade. <laughs> he is not. Oh, he is. He's dunking. Effortlessly dunking. A good, a good high school team would slaughter the world champions. It's been a while, but the, yesterday's clip that I sent you. Oh. 30 seconds of glory. It's highlights from one game, and it's just missed layup after missed layup. <laughs> one is literally thrown off the glass. Yeah, as hard as she can throw, I think. It's got a good 33-mile-an-hour pitch into the glass. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I would like to see Arizona's state championship high school basketball team you take on the Seattle Storm. I, I would like to see what I'm talking about because it would be 101 to 40. And those boys would feel guilty afterwards, and it would shut the whole thing down. They've never done anything like that on exhibition. The girls are smart enough to know one thing: they did it. Don't in get on the floor with real boys, because <laughs> the girls' soccer team tried to. Well, we'll fool around with this JV soccer oh, they team, and all-star. they got beat five to three by an. Uh, well, it wasn't I, even really all stars. They were a good club team, right? Fifteen year olds, and they waxed them. And they're like, "We weren't putting our best effort out there." I'm like, "Why? You should have been, because you got mopped up, and now you got." You got like the argument is you're not good enough to beat a high school team. You're you're asking for millions and millions of dollars because you're better than the men's team. You aren't. You couldn't beat a Dallas average club team. You think those kids were putting it out? Probably, but they put five goals in on you. <laughs> Even if you're not putting in your best effort, LeBron that would James be a could. Good little um uh, thing like, okay, you play one of the uh, men's teams. Yeah, and if you beat them. That year you get to pay in the, uh, the top league. Beat the U.S. men's national team and go into the men's uh, World Cup. Yeah. Just Earn it. You- but LeBron James could play a high school basketball kid, like an eighth grader, a junior high, with one hand. Like, I can't use my left hand. And he would beat him 10 to nothing. He could spot him nine points. Beat him. And beat sure. that kid. Yeah, he would beat him. He'd beat him for sure. Like, it's no, there's no doubt about it. If you said he game, wouldn't, he wouldn't let it go ten to nothing. You said no. game to ten. No, if you put it out Take there and said, shot, kid. "We have to Take prove you're one. better than high school." Don't yeah. don't pay it. You're not allowed to use your left hand at all. You can't touch the ball with your left hand. That's an automatic turnover. And you spot him nine points in a game to ten. LeBron wins ten nine. WNBA, you spot the WNBA girl nine points, and have a high school kid player straight up ten nine high school kid. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> And no, we're not using the little ball, and we're not scooting the lineup. We're using a basketball that was designed for basketball, not the little baby ball that you guys use. Oh, I hate that WNBA. Passionately hate it. 
passionately. Michelle Timms, a great quote to me in a charity game at halftime at the Suns. When I crossed her over and went by, I'm like, that was easy. You're going to break my ankles, mate. You're a professional <laughs> athlete. Shut up. I'm a fat DJ. It's quite a move. I will say she threw the ball very hard. Her passes were crisp. But give me a week of practice, and I could have been up there with her. I crossed over Michelle, and I'm not good at it. I crossed her over with a between-the-legs move. Dumped it off to Richard Ash. I think that was his name. Played for the Rattlers. Troy Hayden. Good! And a foul! Troy Hayden was on our team. How's Troy? Troy can play. He can play? I will say he's a hacker, but he can play. <laughs> a little physical with the old shots to the arm. Picket fence, defense. If you're relying on calling your own shot or fouls, Troy Hayden is not going to say a word about all of his. If you're on the honor system with call your own fouls, you're going to have to argue with Troy a couple it of times. It could be a long game. He was like the lamb beer of the game or what? He took a swing at Michelle Timms and they were on the same team. <laughs> He's like, pass the ball, dude. <laughs> Quadan Hayden, it's for charity. You're, you're the weak link of this team. I'm a girl. Oh, now you're a girl. It was terrible. Yeah, crossing over Michelle Timms. And I'm like, this WNBA's got no hope. I'm open, gutted rabbit. Yeah. That was the same. That was the same. <laughs> I gutted rabbit on my head. I'm not really. I saw that. I told you I saw her gutted rabbit when I covered yeah, the first year. The, oh. So my first year in, favorite, uh, in radio, day of coverage. I was doing uh, sports stuff for the morning show at The Zone. And they would send me to the games, and I would do the interviews at the end of the game. I just put mics in people's faces. I wasn't really allowed to ask questions because Ted Simons was like, don't ask questions. Just get me the sound. I'm like, all right. So I'd put it in front of somebody's face where all the thing was. And I was on one knee. Because the big thing was, hey, do you see our yeah, mic flag our mic on flag. the yeah. TV oh, yeah, coverage? Yeah. So the WNBA the first year, they're like, the press wasn't allowed in while the girls got showered up and then got back to their locker. Well, they got showered up, and then they put clothes back on, and you come back and interview them. So Michelle Timms had a pair of baggy shorts on and a tank top, and I – Got on one knee because she was sitting down, and I'm looking, and I'm eye to eye with the beast because it's hanging out of one of her <laughs> shorts legs. You got both sides of that scarring days when Why? you saw the horse or the donkey. Oh, that wasn't the same day, Brady. No, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> you got both sides yeah. covering the sports. Uh, I will say I'd rather see Michelle Tim's junk again rather than that lady putting her arm in that horse's butt. But in artificial insemination, Michelle Tim's vagina, similar scales to me, but not, not. She's still I'm talking about the, ho- close. the hockey, covering the hockey game. Oh, oh, donkey. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that was Jim Johnson's big giant donkey. <laughs> they called him donkey, and he came out of the shower, and I was talking to, I think it was Teppo Newman, and I wasn't talking, just had the mic up, and I could hear talking, and this dude comes out of the shower, body fully shaved, and this is pre-porn, no internet porn, so I'd seen some, but I'd never seen anything in person like this. This dude's dong it must have been 13 inches and like a – it was like a sewer pipe. This thing was massive. And I'm like, Jesus. And I'm standing there. And then Teppo Newman goes, do you have any questions? And I look back and I'm the only one standing there just staring at Johnson's <laughs> dick. the other way. Everyone's gone. <laughs> staring at Jim Johnson's dick. And I'm like, no, I'm good here. Let's put it back. And I went home immediately and shaved off but all my pubes. But didn't he say – diff- I know. It's impressive. No, he didn't oh, say anything. Okay. No, that's the story that my buddy Craig Amazine tells because he worked for the Coyotes. And Keith Kitschuk and uh, Dallas uh, – Dal- I forgot his name. But they used to make him – fluff it up when people would walk so they'd make him get them half hard donkey yeah <laughs> work that weapon a little bit donkey and there'd be people going well this is the locker room and everything teams in there after practice and there he is soaping up this monster <laughs> while kachuk and <laughs> dally are standing and they're staring at it 
His because his, he does a great. He's from Boston, so his accent's perfect. It's hilarious. Fluff up that weapon. We got guests. And he just starts stroking that beast. <laughs> Both hands. Yeah, like. hard as oh, trust me, a third hand would fit. This was the, it's still in porn. I'm like nothing. And then I find out his nickname's Donkey a few days later. I shaved off all my pubes, thinking, boy, that makes a big difference. Not for me, it didn't. King Rat. Oh, it was huge. Anyway, sorry. I digress. Great holiday dick stories. Yes. <laughs> Just like Beth's show. She's off. So welcome all the Beth listeners. This is very uh, common for you guys to hear great big dick stories from Beth McDonald. But it's the holiday. She's off. So. She's working on cars right yeah, now. Yeah, she's in her overalls right now. <laughs> she's a grease monkey through December. Got to get that December off so I can uh, fix some of my older vehicles. Give Beth December off or she'll kill us all. I'll be back to telling dick stories in January. <laughs> You were right, man. We should do this thing. Finally, 2020 is coming to an end, and like you, I'm not even mad about it. In fact, my friends at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram are celebrating with huge savings. It's Dick Toledo, and with Employee Pricing Plus, you pay what every Chapman employee pays at the Big Finish sales event going on now. So wrap up 2020 with a win this holiday season and enjoy huge savings on every new Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram vehicle. Visit them online at Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School, or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.